0: Hey Reddit, which double standard irritates you the most? The other day, I got a new iPhone from AT&T. I told the salesperson I didn't want to make any changes to my account. Two days later, I get an email saying, congrats on signing up for cell phone insurance for $9.99 a month. Not once did this salesperson utter the words, cell phone insurance. If I walk into an AT&T every month and steal $9.99, I would go to jail. When a salesperson steals an extra $9.99 a month from me, they call it cross-selling and don't see anything wrong with it. Work over 12-15 to hours a day to get your project in by deadline is fine, but don't you dare show up 5 minutes late the next day. Paid based on a 40-hour week, trend towards 50-60 to hours on average. Edit, should point out that I love the job and I feel I get paid a good rate, just annoyed after getting called out by the sales staff who don't have to pull extended shifts. I work for a small business, 8 employees. Smokers, 4 of the 8 of us, are allowed smoke breaks whenever they feel like it. We aren't given regular coffee breaks or lunch, during which they aren't required to punch out or put anything other than, and I quote management here, a reasonable time limit on. I don't smoke, but I do like a bit of fresh air every now and then, so I go outside for 3-5 to five minutes and check my email or read the news on my phone. This is completely unacceptable to my boss, because... And let me quote her directly again, Phones are an addiction that waste company time. I asked her why smokers aren't held to the standard, and I was told, quote, Smokers need to smoke. You don't need to read the news. A double standard imposed on me by my mother-in-law. Conversation happened earlier. Mother-in-law, if I ever catch you cheating on your wife, I'll cut you with the machete. Me. Silent. Neighbor. But... Mother Lily, your sons are horn dogs and have different children from different mothers. Are you going to cut them too? Mother-in-law, now why would I cut my own sons? P.S. I don't cheat on my wife. My hippie friends who believe modern medicine is evil and that chemicals are dangerous to the point of never taking paracetamol or even believing things like vaccines are bad. Maybe I use the word friends too broadly but they don't give a crap about snorting white powder that they've bought from a guy they barely know, which is very likely 20% actual white powder and 80% miscellaneous white powder. The irony is that most of that miscellaneous white powder is probably paracetamol. Five minutes smoke break? Sure. Five minutes for fresh air? Screw you. Get back to work. Acknowledging the existence of children trying to interact with me. I'm a guy. Example. Was a cashier and this kid with some mental disorder, Downs I think, always loved to talk to me when his parents were going through cash. His dad said he always remembered me. Long story short, got hauled into the office by my boss and I was told my behavior was inappropriate for talking to a kid about food. Manager, you need to be a team player and help your team out. Sits in our office all day not doing jack squat. People, I want more art, Music, movies, and other forms of entertainment. Also, people, I don't want to pay for any of it or it isn't worth my money. Saw this one firsthand in a store once that made me laugh. Mother, all you do is waste your time playing video games. Teenage kid, you're on Facebook as much as I'm playing games. Mother, long pause, that's different. Parent, you're wasting so much time playing those stupid video games. Followed by the parent watching TV from the moment they get home till they go to bed. This one drives me up a wall because this is what my parents like to do, specifically my mom. She doesn't do it anymore, but back when I was growing up and like trying to make friends and actually interact on social spaces, she didn't understand that because it was all online that, oh, somehow that doesn't mean anything. You have to go out and make friends. Like, mom, I'm making friends. Now that I have a job and make money using the internet, she doesn't yell at me, but it's like, that's still worth something. Mom and dad stereotype. My husband is an excellent father, but people always ask who's watching the kids when they aren't with me. Um, their dad? People. Oh, so he's babysitting today? Me. No, he's taking care of his freaking kids. When my political party does X messed up thing, it's okay. When yours does it, it's wrong. We won't hire you unless you have five years of experience working this exact job. Your uncle's cousin already works here? Welcome aboard, person with zero experience! This post was from six years ago, and I like how this has happened so often that we now have a word for it, which is Nepo Baby. As a teacher, there are times I would love to be able to put an arm around a student who is crying, or have a student come back to my room for extra help if they are struggling. But I'm male, so that can't happen. We are literally told by our administration never to do any of that if we are male. I understand the concern, but to the point where you literally can't offer any support to a student because of what might be taken out of context, that's doing way more harm than good. Dancing. I don't like to go dancing because I don't understand what you're supposed to do. You just dance. Do whatever feels right. Does dance. No. No, not like that. There's no one right way to dance just as there's no one wrong way to subscribe to Am I the Genius and Am I the Jerk, linked to the description below. As always, thanks for watching. I'm a lady. I can't stand how men aren't allowed to be caregivers, or like children. Man can't comfort a child or be at a park with his own without being accused of a crime. Man wants to stay at home with the kids? He's lazy and making the woman do all the work. It's crap. Equality means that men should be allowed to do the same roles as women and vice versa. I'm a male substitute teacher, and when I first started, another male sub told me, do not ever spend a second with a child by yourself. He also said, do not ever get too close to the kids and keep your hands visible at all times. A week later, I was caught with the student alone because she needed a pass to go to the nurse right before recess. The female principal had a talk with me and told me she was telling the parents of the child. Then I got fired. I emailed the vice superintendent and let him know I'm 18 and I've just graduated from the school district I work for. He said they weren't accusing me of anything, and after me explaining if they weren't accusing me of anything, they can't fire me. They gave me my job back. Have never and will never sub at that school again and no other elementary schools at that. Edit. This was in Texas, near Dallas. My district allows subs at 18 with a high school diploma, but it's a district-by-district decision. The principal of this school made it very clear to me that it was because I was a male teacher and the student was female. I'm in college now studying to become a graphic design slash AV teacher, in preferably high school. Before the incident, I worked all ages, K through 12th grade. After, I refused to work with elementary, and they prohibited me from working with the high school after finding out I had only just graduated. So I worked mostly with 5th through 8th grade. Anytime I take my daughters to the park, it is painfully obvious that I am excluded or frowned at if I'm too close to their kids. It especially happens when mom groups are there together. It's not my fault that they're too busy sitting on the bench chatting to notice that their kids are now on top of the swing set and they didn't notice until I helped them down. You have no idea how it feels to be in a movie theater and have a mother get up and move her kids when you sit down. Or to be walking to your car and have a woman look over her shoulder, pull out her keys, and pepper spray, then start power walking towards her car in fear. So many other similar things like this occur as well. It's basically someone calling you a criminal just because you are going about your normal life. When Aphrodite lies around naked in a giant shell, she's a goddess. But when I do it, I'm drunk and no longer welcome at the aquarium. Old people have this opinion that all young people are rude yet in reality are the most rude, selfish, and impatient people you will ever meet. I live in the UK. It's amazing how they think they're being perfectly reasonable, but they're actually being completely biased and outright hypocritical without even realizing it. Edit, I know the feeling for those of you who work in retail and have to deal with these types of people on a regular basis. I work on checkouts in a store that, quite appropriately, rhymes with Painsbury's, and I get the same abuse. I just want to say that even though people give you crap, it is absolutely not an easy job to do. So well done for always keeping your cool. It's hard sometimes. I know. Edit 2. I am in no way implying all old people are jerkwads, but there's definitely a large portion of them who seem to follow this bias where I'm from. Ugh, you millennials are so self-centered. All you do is whinge. You have no regard for your elders. Shame on you. You're going to be working in retail all your life. Do you know how to do anything? Susan, a 55-year-old who refuses to leave the store until her expired $1 off coupon is accepted. It's because at that point in life, you stopped giving a crap about what people think entirely. Some people take that and act like a jerkwad because they don't care if someone is affected. Some people go the other way and figure there's no point stressing about things that don't matter. My two grandmothers were the opposite ends of these spectrums. One would scream at the bus driver because the price of a ticket had gone up since she first moved here. 50 years ago, Nan. Let it go, love. And one would happily sit in a restaurant if her food took 40 minutes to come out because, quote, I haven't got anywhere to be anyway, and it's nice to be out. In my building, there's this old lady. We always said good morning to one another or smiled so she obviously knew I lived here. To enter my building, you need a key. Once it was raining and windy outside, and my key was lost somewhere in my bag under a pile of books, papers, and god knows what else. So I was freezing, searching frantically through my bag for the key when I see her coming out. I think, great, she'll let me in. She went out of the building and closed the door behind her while pushing me out so I could not come in, all the time looking at me suspiciously. I can't let you in if you don't have the key, she said. A couple of days later, the same situation occurred, except it was me coming out and she was looking for her key. I seized the opportunity for revenge and did exactly the same thing, closing the door in front of her face and telling her I couldn't let her in without a key. She was still screaming obscenities at me while I walked away. WTF? You read what you sow. If you won't respect me, I won't respect you. Which doesn't sound like a double standard. But when you consider what context it's used in, it changes. My father used to say this when I wouldn't do exactly as he commanded me to. The issue is that there are levels of respect. While it might sound like a, if you won't treat me with a certain amount of respect, I won't show the same amount back, but it is executed as, if you won't respect me as an authority, I won't respect you as a basic human. Letting them treat you with way less respect than you treated them while still being fair in their eyes. If a girl sleeps with tons of guys, she has a reputation, but if I do it, all of a sudden I'm gay? Went to school with a guy who was caught making out with a dude and fellating another dude. Claimed he wasn't gay. He has since come out as gay, and no one cared because we knew it all along. Edit. The fellating and making out were two separate incidents. I'd have been more impressed if it was at the same time. Really annoys me when people complained about globalization, but won't let go any of the benefits. People complain viciously about jobs being outsourced to Asia, but will fight to the death for their right to buy a toaster for $4. This right here. My extended family cracks me up because they all work slash work for big three automakers and more power to them, but will complain about not quote, buying American. Never mind the fact that automotive is a very global industry and the most quote American car pound for pound is actually a Toyota because of how Toyota sources its components. Women can wear a million different cuts of shirts, pants, skirts, or dresses and still be business casual. Men, all we get is long pants and long sleeve or short sleeve button downs. Oh, and maybe a polo. Screw that, it's too freaking hot here 90% of the time, I at least want to wear shorts. Been there, had a woman for a boss who said men may only wear dress shoes and pants and buttoned down shirts, and we had zero contact with customers. Women could wear what they wanted. One very hot summer day, all the ladies were wearing sundresses and sandals, so I asked why women had a different set of standards. Her only reply, men's feet stink. If skirts are in the dress code, wear one. I did it one freaking time. I was called into the boss's office before my shift even started. He asked, why? I said it was hot, wearing this was cooler, and within the dress code. He said, you've made your point. The dress code will be amended to allow for shorts. By the first break of the morning, the new dress code was on the wall of the break room, and I was, quote, the hero in the paisley print skirt. Malicious compliance has been a specialty of mine ever since then. When slash if you are 35 plus, regardless of career success, if you don't have a family and children by then, as a man, you're typically just labeled as a bachelor still enjoying the single life. When you're a woman, it's like you're some depressing spinster who has forsaken their gender by not fulfilling their expected mom duties that are unfortunately ingrained in the woman identity the media has created. Screw that momopia. Edit. It's really fascinating that a lot of people immediately assume that these fictitious people both want kids, but quote, lost the game, or quote, timed out of their biological clock. The point I'm trying to make is that a child-free life shouldn't be considered a you-lost-or-ran-out-of-time situation at all. Reproducing shouldn't be expected, and it shouldn't affect one's self-image. This is probably my favorite post on this thread. As someone who's a member of the LGBTQ community, Happy Pride Month, by the way. The topic of having children hardly comes up within our circles. A lot of the time, we don't want them, and that's fine. There are plenty of people who do that for us anyway. For the people in the community who do want them, that's perfectly fine too. It should never affect the image of someone if they start a family or not. Being a teenager. Hey, you're almost an adult now. You must be responsible for yourself and do things on your own. What the heck? Do exactly what I tell you. Don't try to make decisions by yourself. Oh my god, that nerd is way too into that video game. Now excuse me, but I need to go spend a crap ton of time and money on Clash of Clans. I know that most people are thinking gender politics, but as a Christian, I'm most bothered when others' believers rail against Sharia law and Muslim fundamentalism while trying to impose their own fundamentalist legal vision on others. Edit I don't mean to equate extreme Islamic fundamentalism with American Christian fundamentalism. I could have drawn a more common example from my own life as a teacher. My pastor has been very open about how I should be able to share my faith with my public school students in a way that he would not tolerate from a Muslim teacher. That's the double standard at its heart, but in a less extreme form. He and many others want to preserve prayer in schools, Christmas, and the Ten Commandments, but they do not want likewise expression for other beliefs. Also, I've spent my day teaching about lynchings in U.S. history, so I'm not in the mood to pretend that Christian fundamentalism can't get as extreme as Sharia. It's not the point I'm arguing, but it's not an invalid point in modern history. Don't trust Muslims! They'll force Sharia law on you! Now vote for this nice man who wants to ban gay marriage and teach creationism in school. I've never been ashamed of being a Christian, but I've sure as heck been ashamed of being in the same religion as some of these people. Men don't cry. Every single instance that says men aren't supposed to show emotions, tears, or anything that could be considered a quote weakness ticks me off to no end. Bonus irritation points if that's considered a sign of homosexuality, as if that's a weakness. Sadness isn't exclusively feminine. Bottling up emotions is one of the most toxic things I've ever done, and I'm probably still doing it unconsciously due to my upbringing. I'm certain that most men are. And that's messed up. Female Friends shares a post on Facebook with the title, Hot male French farmers post topless for calendar because why not? The comments and amount of likes the post received baffled me. If I was to share a post of a load of female models because why not, I would be ridiculed or called perverted. And I know that 10 to 20 of my male friends wouldn't be posting comments like, Heart eyes emoji, January though. Girl, how tall are you? Me. Six foot one? Why? Girl. Oh, good. Because I only date at least six feet tall guys. Me. How much do you weigh? Girl. Not your business. Girl on matches. Probably my own. That's to say noticing the hypocrisy in my beliefs and actions. If I can't call BS on myself, then I don't have much of a right to call it on others. Hopefully, I'm arcing toward improvement, but I have a lot of work to do people complaining online about people using their phone while driving by taking a photo of that person while they themselves are driving. I can do what offends you because it's freedom. You can't do what offends me because it's not politically correct. Ooh, the urge to attend a conservative Christian family dinner and call my grandma, grandpa, and my grandpa, grandma. Now we'll see how they really feel about pronouns. Oh, you know I'm not your grandpa, right? And I'm not your grandma. So you like being called what you prefer, huh? Most people give the older generations grief about using computers. In my experience, I've seen plenty of millennials who can use their phone but don't understand how to use basic office software. In my experience, nothing 15 minutes in the help of Google can't solve Your co-workers are absolutely free to joke about how they're going to drink a glass of wine or a whole bottle by myself (laughs) when they finally get home from work. If I mention I take a couple hits of weed from a vaporizer before going to bed, they'll think I'm an addict that can't make it through life without a crutch. Talking about the historic slave trade in-slash-from-Africa is encouraged. Talking about non-African slave trade, example, the Irish being sold to the Caribbean, I know is called indentured servitude, makes you a racist. My SO and I are of different ethnicities, but we agree that it's pretty messed up. We can't figure out why people, black or white, have such an issue with this. People get really angry about it. I'm American, so maybe that has something to do with it? Can't we just agree slavery is a crappy thing to do all around, no matter what you call it? Women are allowed to wear men's clothes, and nobody cares too much. Being a tomboy is normal. Men aren't allowed to wear women's clothes in public. That's too weird for everyone else. Being against abortion, but giving absolutely no craps about the mother's health-slash-financial situation and the child's health or well-being. We blatantly accept lies from our corrupt governments. When whistleblowers reveal information on said governments, they're traitors. Yeah, I'ma let you in on a little secret. The reason why whistleblowers are given a complimentary deep-tissue head massage from the CIA when they expose corruption is because those powers want to stay unopposed and will do whatever it takes to keep it that way. Late to the party, but my girlfriend and I have one that she finds funny and I just find irritating. Both of us train Brazilian jiu-jitsu. It's like wrestling with chokeholds and attempted limb snapping for the uninitiated. As with any combat sport, you get roughed up all the time. And anyone who trains a few times a week constantly has bruises. Bruises on the shins, arms, and wrists are especially common. If people see either of our bruises and feel the need to comment, the reaction is very different For me being a guy and her being a girl. To me, oh, did you get in a fight? (laughs) To her, who's hurting you? There are hotlines you can call. This happened with me and my fiancé with different sports. I've been playing rugby since I was 14, and he plays hockey. You get banged up playing both those things. Once I took an elbow to the face and broke my nose. He took me to the ER, where they saw me with a broken nose and his black eye from a game a few days before, and separated us under the guise of, quote, needing to look at me alone. I got told repeatedly there were resources for me to leave if I needed to, financial or otherwise. Meanwhile, he got interrogated by a nurse in the waiting area over my nose and how it happened. Never mind the fact that we were both roughed up, and if we were fighting, he could have easily been the victim defending himself in this situation. They just saw a man who's older than me and registered it as him beating the crap out of me and me afraid to leave him. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot, linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.